Welcome in, everybody, to Big 12 Football and Beyond for this Thursday, March 19th, as we move along into a spring that is devoid of college football practices, recruiting periods that are certainly in jeopardy. We still have some recruiting news around the country and around the conference. We're going to get to that, as well as a lot of talk about the draft with uh, uh, a lot of news and information that uh, is limited this time of year uh, with uh, with everything that's going on around nationwide. We hope your this podcast finds you safe and heeding all the warnings that everyone is um, um, giving you. We know there's a lot of frustration, there's a lot of worry, there's a lot of concern, but uh, it, there is a reason why they are telling us certain things to get us prepared because it looks like it's going to get worse before it gets better. So let's make sure that we do our part. Look, there's not a whole lot we can do here other than create a diversion, Um the issues that are going on in college football and the NFL, for those of you that listen to the NFL show, are just ridiculously small and not important at all as it relates to what's going on in the bigger picture around the country. So I uh, want to, uh, again, wish you all the best of health. And this time, whether you're working from home or what have you, hope you can get a chance to enjoy a little bit of Big 12 and college football talk right here. And re- remember, too, to sign up not only uh, with the Landry Football's conference call that will get you this podcast and get you the daily college football podcast. We break down each conference every day. But also we've got the pro football show. So make sure that you take advantage of that. Sign up wherever you find your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, um, and we want to remind you about LandryFootball.com. And the work that we're proud of there, that in our notebooks every day, college, NFL, we've got the latest of what's going on, the inside scoop, anything that's going on in the world of college football. Could be recruiting in a normal sense, things going on in spring practice. May, now maybe some decisions made by administrators that will affect the remainder of the spring, uh, <clears throat> fall going forward. We've got all that for you. And we've got a lot of recruiting information that with players not visiting but some committing, and we'll get into that a little bit, a lot of players are looking at this saying, I'm not going to be able to go visit these schools. I, I need to siphon down to the four or five schools uh, because I'm not going to be able to get a chance to visit as many schools or go to maybe not go to camps. So we've got um, a lot of news on that, as well as tons of stuff uh, with regard to NFL free agency and NFL draft valuations. We also have a lot of draft information in our college notebook as well. So make sure you check that out. We've got the free agent boards, um, the free agent scouting reports, working on the draft boards and the draft scouting reports, draft room style for you over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure you take advantage of it. Sign up today. It's the best deal we've ever had. For less than $5 a month, you'll have access to a scouting department, a coaching department, um, all year round. That will cover, obviously, uh, football season, recruiting, draft, you name it. 
And uh, certainly we could not do this if it wasn't for the great folks at 401k Generation that brings you this podcast. Um, They are the experts in financial planning, money management, investment inquiries during this difficult time, uh, tumultuous, maybe sometimes panic time. We don't want to panic. We want to get good information. Arm yourself with information in difficult times. And that's what they can help you do with financial information. So make sure that you check with them today. Make sure that you are doing the right things with your investments. You can call or text them at one 866 998 for more information. Licensed in all 50 states, so that's the great thing about them. They can help you. Well, let's the latest that's going on around the country. Obviously, the Big 12 is dealing with the same things that everyone else is dealing with around the country. How do you deal with the rest of the spring? How do you deal with the preparation for the season? Which, you know, I know it, uh, it, it, it's not on everybody's mind, but we're just moseying through mid-March and heading to April. Uh, we're getting now most by certainly by Easter most would have completed their spring practice had their spring game Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with potentially late spring practices could we do something in May early June is that even a possibility are we going to be any better off or worse at this point those are questions I can't answer because no one can answer I can tell you there's legitimate concerns by administrators about and because they are in close contact with state and federal officials from health agencies that are giving them a lot of information. That doesn't sound very good, and it's not meant to be alarming or to put a real damper on, hey, we're going to have a football season or not. I don't, you know, it is, nothing is, nothing is certain at this point. So we're going to hope for the best. But folks are preparing for contingency plans and how to prepare, uh, have players do some work on their own, smaller groups, spending a lot of time with their uh, iPads, putting information on. It's it's a <clears throat> unique process. A lot of facilities are being shut down. There are a couple of cases where campuses are being shut down. So... How do you deal with that? Uh, Certainly, we are fortunate in this regard in that we have, in modern technology, the ability to do things from home that, can you imagine if it happened in a different time? And There's no way to do work. You can look at film. You can create reports. You can send out directives and ideas through electronic communication. Heck, I do that all the time. That's where I do my consulting work at my home office. And basically, through video conferencing, can even take part in meetings. So there are ways to do it. But folks are getting creative on both the NFL and college side. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. A couple of things... um, that I wanted to bring out from at least the last 24 hours. We like to start off at the top uh, with some information uh, that uh, doesn't really matter what part, just kind of 
what part of the country. What, uh, it's the latest news and notes. And um, Shamar Stewart, who's likely going to be the number one player in the country from Opalaka, Florida, um, LSU, Oregon, Miami, Georgia, or amongst the schools that are highest on his list, we're obviously going to track. And reminder, regardless what happens, we're going to have a lot of film room analysis on high school prospects this summer once I get the draft put to bed behind me. Um, it looks like um, South Carolina received the verbal commitment uh, yesterday from a three-star quarterback, Colton Goche from uh, with Florida, Ole Miss, and Central Florida also in the mix of the thick three, 205-pounder. Uh, he's from um, Dacula, Georgia. Uh, Good-looking player. Louisville got a verbal from a three-star guard, Aaron Gunn. Um, 6'3", 308. Um, and it looks like that Oklahoma transfer running back, Trey Sermon, Best fit might be to Ohio State. Now, how imminent is that? Since really there's no rush, can't visit there. To my knowledge, he hasn't visited uh, the Columbus campus before all this stuff broke out and doesn't look like he's um, okay, not going to be able to do that anytime soon. And, and then, of course, you really can't participate, be on campus in most of these situations anyway. So I'm not sure – of the time frame, but that looks like a definite possibility. And the Buckeyes have a lot of talent, but there's a little bit of a gap with Master Teague being out, and certainly they hope that he's coming back <clears throat> for fall camp, assuming everything's on course there. Um, but they need maybe a veteran presence that would help. Um, and the other, uh, the former Nebraska senior cornerback Tony Butler has transferred to Kansas State as a graduate. And Cal senior cornerback Cameron Bynum, good player. Um, there's been talk, obviously, with the, uh, a leg injury, and it's been confirmed he's got a lower body injury. We don't know a lot of details on it. Um, if um, if there were spring practice, he wouldn't be participating. So those are that some of the news of the day. Also. Uh, Colorado Athletic Director Rich, Rick George says it's possible that uh, they could hold spring practice in May or June. Uh, Pac-12, like most everybody, suspended team activities through the end of March. We'll see how this plays out. And over at Arizona, the de new defensive coordinator, Paul Rhodes, will make $750,000 in 2020. Was hired as a defense coordinator in December. Uh, worked as secondary coach at UCLA in 19. Um, nice raise there. Good job for him. Uh, Navy's got a senior linebacker that's a pretty good player, uh, Jacob Springer, that's entered the transfer portal. Um, you know, he's looking to move on. And then uncommitted four-star athlete, uh, Zaki Wheatley, released his top eight list. Um, Northwestern, Pitt, Penn State, Michigan State, Maryland, Vanderbilt, Virginia, and Wisconsin. Penn State. Virginia and Maryland are among the programs who've hosted him. Um, he is uh, from Severn, Maryland. So um, Maryland certainly has made some changes to try to upgrade their recruiting prowess in that Atlantic board uh, region. 
but this is the guy that's going to be recruited uh, very, very heavily around the country. Um, some other transfer news. We're going to get into some draft room, film room nuggets on some players in the Big 12 and going to take a detailed look at C.D. Lamb as well. But a couple of other transfer news. Former TCU redshirt sophomore Adam Plant is transferred to UNLV. was uh, rumored to join them uh, as soon as he entered the transfer portal. 6'5", 254, defensive end. Made the decision to transfer in January. A three-star kid out of Bishon Gorman High School, so it's a return home for him. He'll need a waiver to play immediately. But um, he could get early playing time if he gets a waiver. Iowa, over at Iowa State, redshirt sophomore cornerback Javion Morton has entered the transfer portal. Sparely used uh, over at Ames, 5'9", 180. It's not done a whole lot in a reserve role for them. He was suspended for one game back in August. Um, he had some minor issues, but they were numerous or a few. He's a three-star recruit in the class of 2018 from Detroit, if you'll remember. Um I know a number of schools, Cincinnati, Indiana, Pitt, Syracuse. Those are the type of programs that recruited him when he came out. We'll see where he ends up. Who kicks the tire? <clears throat> Excuse me, who kicks the tires on that young man? Um, Oklahoma junior um, safety, DeLorean Turner-Yell, um, is dealing with a collarbone. And since obviously we've had a lot of halt of spring practice, we want to give some updates on some players that were going to maybe had uh, limited time in spring practice if they were a spring practice. He's one of them. Um, suffered that broken collarbone during late December practice. It missed the playoff game against LSU. Um, good player for them. Needy players. Got um, hoping they can get him back for summer. The Redshirt freshman running back Marcus Major uh, is also limited. Four-star recruit out of Oklahoma City. Um, and, uh, you know, he's he's trying to get back for the summer as well with some injuries. I uh, was asked recently, uh, gosh, by a media type about some of the best running backs in college football this year and was asked to, to give my thoughts on a few of them, and one of them is Judah Hubbard. Um, now, you got Travis Etienne, you've got Najee Harris, you've got a lot of good ones. This guy's really good. He's got big-time playmaking ability. He's a bell cow guy for their offense. He had 15 runs last year I charted in film breakdowns of 30-plus yards. That were four more than any other tailback in the country. Um, he's going to be a really good pro player as well, and some people were surprised. Then he decided to come back. I'm glad for college football and certainly glad for uh, Oklahoma State and uh, the crew there. We're going to talk a little bit uh, about C.D. Lamb in a bit. Some other film room nuggets on draft prospects. Um, Brandon Jones from Texas. It's really good deep cover safety. Um, didn't take part in testing. But um, he's got coverability that I think has a chance to give him a chance to make it as a later-round guy. Clay Johnston, the linebacker from Baylor, 
It's a guy that's dealt with some ailments. Um, very productive player, uh, but very instinctive player in his physical. Got some athletic limitations. Colin Johnson of Texas. Boy, the unusual size is intriguing. You know, he's six six to twenty. His catch radius is very unusual. Doesn't have speed. Um, you got to remember, you put receivers in different categories. They're not all wide receivers. They're receivers. They're this guy to me is a big slot. Injury concern, injury concerns are an issue. He's got some lingering hamstring problems. That would be the biggest concern with him. Uh, Separating is going to be an issue, but again, he's a guy that's going to be able to make plays on the football. So I see him growing a little bit more, getting a little bit stronger, and becoming more physical to go with his size and catch radius and potentially being a uh, detached Y going forward. TCU's guard, um, Cordell Igonawa, um, 6'3", looks appears to be limited in terms of bulk and strength inside, lacks the quickness to play outside. He's a late-round pick, free agent pick, but he does have some foot quickness that's intriguing to me. A couple of receivers, back to TCU in a moment, but over at SMU, remember we go in the region, not just in the Big 12. James Proch is really an intriguing guy. He has got super ball skills. Um, 5'11", 200, great career at SMU. Um, he's got to improve his route running, but he's got nifty foot quickness. Um, he's got really good natural eye-hand coordination. Um, really good player. I think he's a day three guy. Jalen Rieger, of course, at TCU. Um, is special. Fluid. Um, 5'11", 205. Um, you know, the production maybe from as a result of the quarterback position is hurt him a little, but not a lot. He's got return skills that can add to the game. Big playability. He's electric with the ball in the sense. He's so quick. Um, I think he's a really good player. I think he's got a lot of ability to make plays. And I want to remind you to check on over, going over to LandryFootball.com, and we'll give you the appropriate comparisons, the comps to the NFL level, uh, and the complete detailed scouting reports. And we'll give you a little bit of tease of that with C.D. Lamb in a second. But Jalen Rager's really good one. Malcolm Roach of Texas I think is going to need to be moved inside. The lack of length and below-average pass rush is a concern for me, but a move inside could bolster his chances, I think, be a rotational interior defender in a um, 4-3 scheme, an upfield scheme. Um, he ran 4-8-4 at the combine. Um, but the athleticism and the length concerns may be a tough fit on the outside. I think he can play and particularly rush on the inside and nickel. Very underrated is your pass rush inside uh, it's a tougher you know more narrow quarters but so so very important uh, over at Tulsa I like this Reggie Robinson as a zone corner maybe a safety doesn't have great instincts but not bad he's got length he's disruptive he's 6-1 and change 205 um 
he, I think, can get a little bit stronger and a little bit better facing up in run support. But he's got size. He's got strength. He can get stronger. Ran 4-4-4. Um, just a little bit typed hit, hipped. So I worry about him flipping it, change of direction. A little bit coming out of his pedal. But I think it's a good zone corner, good press zone corner. Over at Kansas, Azur Kamara is really raw. Uh, he's worth considering late, but he's really, really raw. He was not a full-time starter until 19. Uh, doesn't have really good instincts or good feel um, to play freely, to play aggressively. Um, Got to get a little bit stronger, but he's, he's long-levered, and he's got some natural ability that, that you can work with. Uh, I think one of the more underrated uh, guys in the country is Denzel Mims, the Baylor receiver, the other Baylor receiver. I think he's really underrated. Uh, he's put up big numbers. Um, the film is good. Natural hand catcher. Um, doesn't fight the ball. I mean, he's just, just natural. Routinely catches it away from his body, even in traffic. He does it effortlessly. You know, and for those of you that are members of LandryFootball.com, you know how the grading criteria scale works. You know, how effortlessly do they achieve certain critical factors. His hands would be a seven, and you know what that would mean if you're you're a member. And with good hands, great hands, that's great generic comments. But he's seven hands. Um you know, listen, I, this guy's going to go a little bit higher. He had a strong senior bowl, and I think it's going to surprise some folks. A lot of people have talked about um, C.D. Lamb. He did um, benefit from one of the last pro days to occur before pro days stopped. Um, he didn't do a whole lot because he had everything done at the combine. Boy, this is, of course, no one would have known this, but now that you don't have pro days, the guys that didn't work out at the Combine, oh, my goodness. Um, you know about C.D. Lamb. You know, he's a complete big-time receiver. He's got quickness, can play three receiver spots, uh, got versatility. He's got route-running ability. You know, remembered him coming out of Richmond, Texas as a four-star recruit. Really gotten better and better. One of the top 150 players in the country. When I study him on tape, he's so he, he can beat you off the line of scrimmage. Now, they scheme guys so well there that there's a lot of free releases. There's no question about that. However, he can beat you off the line of scrimmage. He can beat you on the route after the catch point and after the catch. And that's what he's done consistently throughout his career at Oklahoma. He's gained 9.2 yards after the catch. He's averaged forcing 38 missed tackles. He's broken 26 tackles. He can do it all. He's advanced as a receiver. He is definitely in the Judy class. The only issue really is doesn't have great speed. Uh, doesn't have elite speed. But everything else, hands elite. Yards after catch, elite. Route running, release, elite. Um, it's ironic because 
the comp on him to me is a guy whose name was in the news this week in a trade in DeAndre Hopkins. He's got that type of ability. He really does. So wouldn't it be interesting if he somehow ended up with Houston? But he can high his, his high point the ball. His ball skills are phenomenal. He attacks the ball. I mean, he attacks it like a dog attacking a bone. I mean, it's just unbelievable. His hitch route is one of the best I've seen in college football in years. He's got incredible flexibility to sink his hips, stop and work back. Um, he manipulates defenders throughout the route. He knows how to stem defenders, the head fake, cross face, get them going in the wrong direction. He just does that at an advanced level. His play strength is of a guy that's 220 pounds. That's why he looks plays like DeAndre Hopkins, even though he's not built like him. He does a great job of not exposing his chest off the line of scrimmage against press. But again, he's going to be challenged more at the next level in press because, you know, you can scheme certain guys open, but they do a great job at Oklahoma creating a free release for him. He's not great at selling double moves, and his speed's not elite or special. But everything else is. I think he's certainly a high, high pick. We're going to get into breaking down more of not only the Oklahoma prospects, but um, we'll talk a little bit about some of the other, you know, Southwest and Big 12-ish area top prospects in this draft. But a reminder again that for complete and detailed film room scouting reports and how these guys set up on the draft board, You'll want to go to LandryFootball.com. You'll want to become involved. I know maybe, again, people are – you're out there frustrated and what more important things going on. But it's a great opportunity to get involved, read, learn more about the game of football, learn more about the players and coaches in it, learn more about the inside news of what's going on, and we got it all for you at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of it, of our scouting season offer. Great discount that will get you an entire year. Again, less than $5 a month. Can't really beat that. Make sure that you join us each and every day for our college football show, part of Landry Football's conference call. You know how it works by now. We talk college football at the top every day. If there is a lot of news at the top, and there hasn't been lately. We've kind of gone right into the conference talk most most of the past couple of weeks because we've not had major news other than just the overall off-the-field issues um, pertaining to the health situation in the country. But uh, we we cover all of that off the top each and every day, and then we get into more details of what we consider like more of a weekly conference football show with a different conference every day. So Mondays is SEC, Tuesdays ACC, Wednesdays Big Ten, Thursdays Big 12, and Fridays Pac-12. So make sure that you uh, check us out and go to Landry Football's Landry Football's conference call to um, make sure that you get that. Got a question? Go to LandryFootball.com, hit Contact Chris, and uh, drop us a line. We'll certainly address it here or on the Pro Football Podcast, which we want you to check that out as well. 
And check out the great folks at 401k Generation. They are the experts in financial planning, uh, 401ks, IRAs. Should you be worried about this? They can calm your fears in this tough, volatile market that we're all going through. Um, There is a lot of um, to be said for understanding what's going on, how it's going to affect you, and what you can do about it. So get, if you don't have a financial guy or gal, give them a call. If you do, get a second opinion. That's We don't partner up with anybody that we don't trust and believe in. Eddie Rojas and his team at 401k Generation, or who you want to reach out to today. 1-866-998-5879 is their number to call or text. And again, they're licensed in all 50 states. So they can take care of you from whichever uh, part of the country that you are listening. Folks, be safe out there. Check us out again. Uh, Friday is Pac-12 football and beyond as well as, um, again, at the top, talking about the latest goings-on uh, on the national college scene. And, of course, check out the Pro Football Show each and every day. Free agent, free agency, the league year just started. We've got uh, all sorts of information still coming in on free agency, um, and it's still coming fast and furious. So check us out over at LandryFootball.com. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. Stay safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow.